This is the We Talk Nerd Podcast. A podcast sponsored by PixelPubGaming.com. This podcast is about everything nerd covering games, movies, comics, and technology. Now, now it's time, time to, to get, get nerdy. nerdy. I'm your host, Brandon, and it's been an emotional month for nerds. I'm Rob, and this whole time I thought you were a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> uh, uh, we're lacking Andrew today, because uh, he is one of those guys who hasn't seen Endgame yet. When you say one of those guys, you mean the one guy who hasn't the seen one guy. Endgame? Yeah. So if you've seen the box office numbers, you would think most of everybody in the world has seen this movie. Um Except yeah, it's the largest opening uh, any movie all time, and and it's a really special event, more so than a movie. You know, it is. It's, it's like the end of a. It's kind of like a series finale, a very oh, yeah. long series. Yeah, but even like the like you know like one of the the big finales, you know, the Sopranos, Lost, things like that. I don't think any of those had quite oh, the gosh. same viewership. They certainly didn't have the one point six billion dollars over a weekend that. Uh, you know that's currently being seen uh from this release and yeah, this is this is a international phenomenon this is just all around pretty much anywhere you go mostly everybody knows a marvel movie or knows about the marvel movies mm-hmm. sure but yeah so that's the that's the big thing we're gonna talk about today actually the only thing we talk about today is yeah. in game so just throwing it out there we will be talking spoilers because how can you talk about this movie without talking about spoilers the entire movie is a spoiler yeah they don't give you a lot of time from when the movie starts to spoiler territory begins so right yeah, this is your fair warning um if you haven't seen it um pause go watch it, go watch it. <laughs> come back hit unpause and continue listening yeah, all right see you guys in three hours yep all right it's been three hours now we're gonna welcome talk back. about the movie now welcome back <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it starts off uh, right, you know, right about where we left off, almost like what seconds after we left off, almost. Well, just in case you weren't still heartbroken from last year's ending to Infinity War, where all your favorite people or half your favorite people uh, floated away in the dust. The, yeah, half everybody. They start <laughs> off with uh, showing the impact to to Hawkeye yeah. and his whole family getting dusted, which uh, ended up becoming a pretty important aspect of the movie as it went along. Yeah, a big part of his character, that's for sure. Sure. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. a um a series or or arc that he had where he became Ronin and was fighting uh the underground Yakuza and whatnot. So this was kind of a nod to that that series by giving him this sequence where he was able to go off and do that. That mm-hmm. wasn't a um you know, that's not a thing he does all the time, but uh it, it is part of the, you know, comic book canon. That would have been really cool to maybe see in like maybe a uh, a TV series or a, maybe just a standalone movie. Well, they've been talking about uh, Marvel Studios, not Marvel Television, Marvel Studios putting out a TV series uh, for oh. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So this will be connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there's a good chance if uh, Jeremy Renner's up for it that they would uh, maybe show that. I think a lot of people would like to see a run in series. Yeah, that's a, you know, five years is a lot to cover. So, I mean, there's mm-hmm. plenty of wiggle room in there. Yes, definitely. And and a lot of questions that arise from some of the five year uh nuances. So yeah. I think uh I think questions are a good thing to bring up and talk about, but um you know, this is a three hour long movie and I really don't want to go beat by beat through it. So maybe let's just talk about <laughs> some of our favorite parts of it, right? 
Right. So, I don't know. You could probably break this movie into, what would you think, three acts? It's, th- it's three acts. Definitely a three-act yeah. structure. So, you would say, like, the setup, them, uh, you know, trying their original plan of taking out Thanos, and then you got act two with their the whole time traveling. And then yeah, you got time heist act, is what time we call heist. it. Time heist. Yes, time heist. And then act three with uh, the battle at the, I don't even know, the big crater where the Avengers huh? building used to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, there was a... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, and you know, obviously, everyone listening right now has heard this or has seen the movie and is very familiar with this. But you know, the first one is kind of accepting the loss and and letting the audience kind of wallow in it for a little while. I mean, really dark. See, yeah, you see uh, Captain America sponsoring a um, you know a help group, um, even though he himself is having problems kind of coping with the loss. Uh, Thor not doing too great, uh, having a good time, but uh, not doing great. Uh, definitely. Definitely depressed. (laughs) He's certainly depressed. And then you've got, you know, a lot of the others just um, doing their own thing, handling things in their own way. And that all comes to an end when uh, Ant-Man returns. Yes. Thanks, Ant-Man. Thanks to Uh, a rat. Yeah, my favorite, I think one of the coolest parts, uh, my favorite parts of the first act, I think revolve around Thor. Um, Oh, sure. Thor's Thor's so good in this movie. (laughs) Whenever... They first arrive to Thanos' farm, and he uh, does the whole "I went for the head this time" thing. That was that was cool. Yep. Um, yep. Even had a little bit of a callback later on. Yeah. He said he asks, uh, "So you know who else killed? Uh, who else in here killed Thanos?" Yeah, and this is what because <laughs> Cork says Stormbreaker. He goes, "Well, who was swinging Stormbreaker?" This is true. It was a great yeah. line. That you know that whole them going to the farm thing. It one of the coolest parts is that you see these heroes. And cr- like you've never seen them this incredibly desperate before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanos says he's destroyed the th- the stones, and they're like, "No, it can't be. They got to be here somewhere. You know, search the house. Or they got to be somewhere." But yeah, they they, they are gone. See that a lot. It's it's pretty clear. Um, you know, that's one of the things Nebula says is that you know of all the things that her father is, uh, a liar is not one of them. So mm-hmm. uh, you can believe it that those uh, stones are gone. I was a little. I kept waiting for Adam Warlock to show up. Yeah, um, and that's a name that maybe not everyone's familiar with, but probably if you've been if you've been reading about this series for a while, then you've heard the name. And it's basically the guy that is the guardian of the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Stones. And they teased him at the end of Guardians Two, mm-hmm. and he still has not shown up. No. So I was uh, maybe that was just uh, you know a, a, a spoiler, a teaser, or just kind of a red herring. Um, I waited for him the whole movie. He never <laughs> up. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, so we have the, we have the little lull period. Um, surprisingly, Captain Marvel wasn't as involved as I thought she would be. Well, she's so strong. I mean, what are you going to do? Like she could have flown through the quantum zone and gotten all six of them by herself. Right. When they go back yeah. to, uh, recover the infinity stones and right. And, uh, you know, unsp- yeah, that's that was the biggest shock in act two for me is that they didn't call on her at all from what I could tell. I mean, of course, she at one point said that, you know, there's more than just Earth suffering yeah. right now because of the snap. So and she gives the line, uh, hey, I might be gone for a long time. You might not see me for a while. Right. So it's like, OK, she'll be come back just as soon as they need her. Right. And of course she does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is a cool scene uh, when, when they're firing on the. uh so when she comes back, and I'll, this is one of my favorite parts to see, just because I love when they show this kind of power. 
but they're just dr- they're just raining this artillery down on uh, the old Avengers headquarters and and down on the um, you know where where Thor and Captain America and all of them mm-hmm. are. And then they stop and they start shooting up in the sky, and everyone's like, "Well, what are they shooting at?" And of course, it's Captain Captain Marvel flying through and just yeah, shattering. She just, she just flies through it. <laughs> just flies just like she did at the end of uh, her own movie. So this yeah. is a recurring thing that she uh, basically pulled a, um, a Colonel Holdo or <laughs> Admiral yeah, Holdo it. from uh, yeah. Yeah. from uh, Last Jedi. So yeah, she learned something. Just fly right through the ship. Just fly through it. That's the quickest way of disabling it. Sure. And it proves to be that way. Mm-hmm. And it looked um, great, too. Um, it did. It looked cool. The whole, third act was, yeah. the, the whole third act was very visually appealing. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, and but, you uh, can kind of say, like, you know, where all the good CGI artists went because Black Panther was so terrible, the CGI at the end. <laughs> and it's because all the good ones were over making, you know, the last two Avengers movies. Uh, right. This looked great all the way through. Oh yeah, definitely. It's one of my favorite. Mo- I've already said that. I don't think this is my favorite movie now. Oh, you think um, it is? Oh yeah. I don't. I don't wow. think it's the best movie ever made, but I do think it is. Like from just a entertainment standpoint, it's my favorite movie of all time. Interesting. So I would say that I don't even really consider it a movie, um, <laughs> and, and only because it doesn't stand alone on its own. Like, it doesn't you have to know what's going on. Um, you wouldn't have the context of why these things are important or why these things are funny on their own, but that's not what it's for, right? Like right. no one's going to watch just this movie and be, Oh, that was cool. And then to be done with it. Like you right. have to know everything else that's going on. So this is the season finale. This is the big spectacle. That is the, you know, the final, the final um, chapter, the final chapter to the 21 movies we've seen come before. Yeah. Um, and it's great. It, it's an absolutely wonderful time. That three hours flies by in no time. Oh, yeah. So it, this is the right way to end it. But yeah, we can't kid ourselves that this is a good standalone movie. Um, no, but I, 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 I could see myself watching this a couple times, just like I did Infinity War. Yeah, Being a nerd who's seen all these movies multiple times and there's this super sight. When you're when I watch this movie, I, I, I think I smiled the entire time, even during the sad spots. It was still bittersweet smiling and tears and sure um, oh yeah i mean there was some feels for sure um oh so many feels what was your reaction when uh captain america started swinging around thor's hammer uh yeah that was cool i i did i was not expecting it but at the same time i wasn't surprised because you know we'd seen that Mm -hmm. uh being teased in age of ultron my uh uh, my audience just started oh yeah there there was cheers (laughs) when he started swinging that thing around and uh i hate that in a movie yeah, but, <laughs> but there, there was some, I think, because this is almost like a concert more than, right. so than a movie is how I would say is like they're coming out and they're playing the hits, right? This is all the fan service. This is all the, oh, yeah. the things you want. And we can't keep paying uh, Robert Downey 50 million a movie. So <laughs> so we got to kill him. Um, we gotta kill that but guy we're going to do it the most respectful way possible. Oh, yeah. So he got his nice send off. Uh, he did. You know, obviously, Captain America at the end, too. Um ages himself out of the movie um by yeah, going back that, to the past and staying that filled that felt kind of shoehorned to me did it like i thought it was sweet especially right after having that that you know the iron man death and then you oh by the way captain america is also not gonna be here anymore because he got old yeah well certainly but i think steve kind of saw what happened to iron man and you know right. what happened to tony and said hey i you know i've never had a life you know 
I, I've right. never gotten to enjoy this. I've been fighting off and on for the past 70 years when I wasn't frozen, you know, in a block of ice. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's earned it and, you know, he's not coming back. No. Um, and, and for that reason, I think it was good to let him, you know, head off that way. You know, he passed the literal shield uh, to, Literally passed the you know, shield. the new Captain America. And I think that'll be good. It, it makes things look very different for the uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon it does. Uh, show. It does. It makes me wonder if they're going to change the title. <laughs> Maybe. Just Captain America the series. Or Captain America and the Winter Soldier or something, mm-hmm. you know. And but, this uh, is part canon of the comics as well. Uh, Falcon yeah. uh, was Captain America for a, a period of time uh, back in the, I want to say, 70s and 80s. Yeah, it's cool. It'll be very interesting to see. I wonder if he'll still keep the whole wing thing going on with the shield and all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I I think he would have to because he, he isn't a super soldier. He is not a super soldier. So that, you know. that's another thing I was kind of, so, you know, there was kind of a, a choice between, you know, making him Captain America or Winter Soldier Captain America. and. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's cool to see. Sure. But yeah, the, and that I think whole... The more obvious choice would be Winter Soldier. Um, but Winter right. Soldier is his own guy. I mean, he, he can't shoot the the um, automatic rifles if he's, you know, got a shield. This is true. This is true. But I think that whole Captain America uh, thing does, I think, in my opinion, raise a lot of questions about timelines and that kind of thing. Yeah. I've, so. uh, I've spoken with some people about this whole timeline and time travel and the rules and everything. And we pretty much all came to the conclusion that it's just a way to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Don't read too much into it because if you start looking to pick things apart, you will find them and you'll pick them apart. You, right. you really have to just let this thing wash over you and just accept it for what it is. <laughs> but I mean, because there is some, there's some retconning. They could not really retconning, but if they did some like off screen explaining, they could probably make it make sense. Yeah, but uh, that again is why it's not a good standalone movie. Yeah, it. You I know, mean, that that is a solid point. Yeah, if it but needs speaking... other movies or other, you know, explanations to make people understand it, it's for the fans, right? So let it. But I definitely, this def, this movie was definitely a Infinity War Part Two. Mm-hmm. No matter you know, no matter if they changed the title, like that kind of threw people off. Like, oh no, they changed it now. It's not going to be a, a you know a direct sequel or a two parter to Infinity War. But this movie was definitely like. They could have mashed it into one long movie, and it just felt right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this would have been a five and a half hour long movie. Yeah. If they did <laughs> so uh, I'm happy that they split it up, and oh yeah, you know, obviously the wait uh, was a long time, but uh, you know, they they I, I will tell you that I enjoyed the pacing and the story of Infinity War more because there was so much new introduced and so much going on. Mm-hmm. This one really felt like catch up, and uh, didn't really bring a lot of new things into it. I mean, obviously Captain Marvel, but uh, for the most part, it was hey, this is like the victory lap for all your favorite characters. So right when they do the time heist, they go back to some of the beloved parts of the Marvel universe and some of the not so beloved parts. Um, <laughs> so probably most famous is when they send back uh, Captain America and Ant Man and Hulk back to uh, 2012. Uh, when Loki and the Chitari are attacking New York mm-hmm. as the battle for New York. Um, that was a very, I think I enjoyed that. I think that was my favorite part of Act 2, was the whole going back to the New York invasion sure. uh, time. So one of the jokes in there was they had Hulk uh, 
they said you have to try to blend in and then they see hulk obviously you know rampaging around and goes okay well you have to act like him so because well, we haven't mentioned you know hulk yeah. is hulk is no longer hulk it's professor hulk yes professor hulk it's a spin-off of the prometheus series uh or storyline in the uh the hulk uh series written by peter david in like 92 93 where the gray hulk um, which is an alternate version of the Hulk, the Green Hulk, and then Dr. Banner all merge together to become, uh, well, in this one they call him Professor Hulk, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So it's a cool storyline, and it's it's a great, um, it's a great change. It, it shows that he, it shows that life didn't stop when the snap happened. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go back to that snap and just start all over again because people have spent five years living, you know. Right now, obviously, there's people that have had struggles and the emotions of, you know, losing so much that's gone on. You know, they don't play baseball anymore, but there's obviously also the growth that's happened since then. I mean, Tony's got a kid. Hulk has kind of redeemed himself and kind of and joined in. He's um, a su- he's like a superstar. People want to take pictures with the Hulk. Yeah, he dabs with them. He dabs on with kids on camera. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. It's basically a bunch of dad jokes. Pretty funny. Can can we can we talk about how they we saw dabbing and Fortnite in this movie? Yes. Yeah. In oh fact, that was God. that was a pretty great sequence. Uh, it's good to see Korg and Meek back uh, from was, Thor Ragnarok. That was great. Uh, they're Some of my favorite Thor's characters. <laughs> and yeah, they're just kind of hanging out in a uh, you know New Valhalla. New um, playing yeah, Xbox. Is it New Valhalla or is it New uh, Asgard? Oh, New Asgard. My mistake. Uh, yeah, New Asgard. Yeah, they were uh, they were fighting the big major villain in the next Thor movie, Noob Master sixty nine. Yes, well, Thor <laughs> gets on uh, Xbox Live and shouts at the kid, and um, a great great <laughs> sequence. Uh, you know, it was feeling very dark in that uh, you know in the movie. Oh yeah, and anytime Thor comes on, I'm just so happy to see him. Yeah, that was like almost directly after we had Ant Man running around trying to figure out if his daughter's dead. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have yeah. There's there's um, a whole lot going on there. And, Black uh, Widow crying, and he's pecked and on a few have, pounds. Okay, and then we have Thor drinking beer, playing, you know, Fortnite with his buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a it was a good change of pace. Sure. So one of the other uh, destinations of the time heist is back to the um, is to Morag, uh, mm-hmm. which is where um, the Power Stone is that Peter Quill uh, finds in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and then of course uh, Vermeer, where um, where. Uh, Thanos uh, threw Gamora off the edge to get the uh, the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. So those are the two there. And I think of all of them, those are probably my least favorite. Um, you know, I'm not a big War Machine fan. Um, right. I do like Nebula. I think she's pretty interesting on her own. So it was good to see her stuff. It seems like they kind of share the same. Uh, when she goes in the past, there's another Nebula. Two Nebulas. And it seems like they're on the same Wi-Fi. They <laughs> so, are. So things get kind of mixed up, and uh, you know that's what ends up uh, letting Thanos know that hey, his plan worked, and people are trying to undo it. So you know, that that is what brings Act Three around. But uh, mm-hmm. in the interim, it was a lot of fun seeing them uh, sucker punch Peter Quill, and uh, <laughs> after showing him uh, him singing, you know, mm-hmm. to the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy, but he's like, "There's no music." He's, you know, he's yeah. just. Walking around singing like much a normal person. goofier than uh, <laughs> you would have thought. Um, and then uh, you get the non-sacrificial sacrifice of T 
two people trying to kill themselves for each other. Right. That felt a little forced, but um, basically it Black Widow a little weird. passes on, yeah. and uh, and Hawkeye is the one that uh, retrieves the Soul Stone because he sacrificed. I guess seems a little shaky. Yeah, seems I think it shaky. probably would have felt better if it was him. It would definitely felt. Him sacrificing himself, you know, would have meant probably more because he has a family and everything. Well, but. and there's been some uh, talk too that she's done with the series too. I mean, she's yeah. outside of uh, you know Thor and uh, God, I think Thor and Thor and um, and uh, Captain America. She is like the longest serving, uh, right behind Iron Man. Yeah, she was. So in, she was in Iron Man two, which yeah. I think was before Captain America. Yep. So she she predates most of the cinematic universe. She's been there a while. Yeah, definitely. So I could understand if she was ready to move on. It would be I've heard rumors about her being in her own standalone movie. I'd love to it's see already, it. Yeah, it's already announced that she's going to be the uh, uh, either the director or the producer of her own movie. Yes, although I don't know that it's been officially announced because nothing beyond uh, the next Spider-Man movie has been officially announced. Well, that's true. There's just that been rumors true. about what's going on. So, yeah, very, very interesting things. Um, yeah. I like the sequence with uh, the Ancient One and Hulk. I thought that was kind of cool. It was it was cool. The, you know, a lot of gave a lot of insight to their whole time traveling deal. Because, um, you know, most movies ignore the whole. Like, what's the, you know, the consequences of time traveling mm-hmm. type deal. They actually kind of have meta jokes about that in the movie. Yes. Well, in this one, they you know they kind of explain like why things have to happen in a certain way. So, it's do, you, what do, you, do you think their explanation of time travel was pretty good? No, it's it makes no you sense. You don't think so? Okay, it's um, I, I feel like uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a purist. I think that the uh, if you follow the singular timeline uh, theory that there is only one, um, and that there's not the multiple timelines, then uh, no multiverse. Bill and Ted are the most accurate representation of uh, time travel. <laughs> so that uh, it would have been funny if it was that, but it would have been super <laughs> easy if it was that. Because the problem is, is once you've solved, um, you have to do it like they did it, where basically going to the past and doing something doesn't change anything in the future, which uh-huh. is just kind of paradoxical. But the reason that you do that is because if you do that, then anytime something happens, just jump to the quantum zone and go to the past and solve the problem before it even happens, right? Right. So, I mean, all you need is some pin particles, which apparently they have in huge supply now. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all back, so... Yeah, everyone's back, and they can just travel through time anytime they want. So. Which which is an interesting thing to think about going forward with uh, MCU, is that they now have time travel. They do. They certainly do. And it'd be cool to see some of the other options that are available to them. Um, and also... They can reverse people's ages. Yes. Yes. So uh, technically uh, they could bring Captain America back into, you know, fighting, you know, fighting uh, status if he needed to be. With the exception of Tony Stark, I don't think they did anything that couldn't be undone. Right. You know. Well, and Black Widow. And Black Widow? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Well, her her thing is... um that the soul gem so there's theories that the soul gem collects the souls that are, ah. that are sacrificed um okay of course there'd only be one right um but that's uh in the comics you can actually go into the soul gem into what's called soul world and there's a um 
there's a lot of people that live in there. It's its own little universe. So huh. um, you can go that in there and hang out. And there's people. There are superheroes that now live there full time. This it's, may so be the plot for Guardians 3. I think for Finding Gamora, it certainly makes a lot of sense. In fact, they show um, at the end uh, that orange hazy world uh, when when Thanos sacrifices Gamora and then before he wakes up in that pool and he sees mm-hmm. like the orange cloudy area, that's supposed to be mm-hmm. in Soul World. Ah, interesting. Like, I think the director actually admitted that or, or, or said that that was the case. Interesting. Yep. Um, and then I guess the final time heist, and I, I saved this one for last because, you know, Dark World is not a movie I'd want to go back to normally. No. Nope. But, but it was pretty enjoyable <laughs> to see Thor this go is... back and uh, crack jokes because he wasn't allowed to crack jokes in that movie. You know, they made right. him very, very serious and very uh, no no nonsense and. You know, they fixed them in Ragnarok, but going back to this time was really, you know, quite interesting. And my, I thought my opening line tonight might be, I'm totally from the future. Because <laughs> that was a great line, too. When that his, was a great uh, line. mom is like, hey, you're not my Thor. You're the you're Thor from another time. He's like, yes, I'm totally from the future. Now, can we go ahead and say that our Avengers are terrible, terrible time travelers, and they... <laughs> They's really, they just screwed the pooch on pretty much yes. everything they tried to do. <laughs> yes, if their whole plan was to not... Yeah, and, and um, even they, they give uh, Loki <laughs> the Tesseract back. Um, yeah, that so, brings yeah, up another good point we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, so in fact, they mess things up so bad they have to time travel again back to the 70s, and that's really <laughs> to meet uh, Howard Stark and, uh, yeah. and see Peggy Carter again. Oh, yeah. So talking about Loki, um, that brings up the point. You know, we uh, we do know Loki's getting a TV show. We do. Is this going to be prequel Loki? Mini-series. Yeah, miniseries. Is this going to be prequel Loki, or is this going to be Loki who escaped with Tesseract in alternate reality Loki? I feel like that's all kind of the same people, right? Because Loki is dead. Loki in our timeline, yes, is dead. Because he and, and that's you know obviously he's a shapeshifter and can do illusions. So he's only now, as, unless... as far as what we've seen. Now, unless Iron Man somehow brought back all these people that were killed because of Thanos, but it doesn't ever imply that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You. Well, I, none of the people that were killed outside of the snap came. Yeah. Or shown. Right. Yeah. That that never happens. And um. So like Vision's not back. Right. Um, so anyone that was killed outside of that is, is not also brings another thing up because they also said they're planning on doing a show with vision and the Scarlet Witch. Yes, they certainly did. So I I would guess that'd be probably post Avengers too. I would, Um, I would probably think so unless they're going to have him come back somehow, but I don't know how they would. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's comics, so it can, anything happen as far as them doing it, but they would need to do it for basically if every show is uh, post end game, mm-hmm. then they all have to talk about, well, how did they deal with the five years? How did they deal with this? You know, what, what was the scenario? So I think it might be good to say, Hey, in between Avengers two and, you know, before uh, infinity war, this is what they were doing. Right. And that might be fun. I'd, I'd enjoy that. Now I think that's might be what Spider-Man is about now. Um, um, well, they left it kind of open. It looks like he right. could be 
that that was one of the things that kind of weirded me out at the end was seeing him go back to high school and yeah, everyone's five, still there. he's five years behind <laughs> he is five years behind although i was like well he saw ned right like his buddy ned uh from... i would assume that anybody who's still left would be people who also got snapped yes and that, that was my thoughts is i was like wait a minute why is ned waiting for him you know he's he's you know we never saw ned get dusted but obviously he had to have been dusted otherwise right. um they wouldn't be the same age and still in high school right so, you know, the title for Spider-Man is Far, Far From Home. And, sure. you know, it's kind of reading some speculations is that it's not because he's in Europe. It's because, you know, he is five years past where he was now. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, well, he's and, far away from in time from where he was. Sure. And he's dealing with the loss. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Tony Stark angle was really nice where Spider-Man and, you know, him had a... In the brief time they were in the cinematic universe together, you really felt that relationship build. So, mm-hmm. um that's definitely our Uncle Ben for Spider-Man. Yeah, and he, he actually seemed a little more sad than uh, Pepper Potts did uh, yeah. at the passing. So it's almost like, get out of the way, Spider-Man. Uh, you know, his wife needs to see <laughs> uh, But yeah, I, all that stuff, I don't know. You know, like you said, it, it's not a great standalone movie, but being a part of this, you know, 10 you know was it 10 years 11 years now long event yeah 11 uh 2007 was the uh was iron man the summer of 2007 was iron man one followed by the yeah. hulk they both came out the same year and um one is remembered fondly and the other is the hulk yeah the other one's dusted off like no that didn't happen yeah they um, don't bring anything up in fact they mentioned one thing where they said well we're looking for the smartest guy and yeah. I thought maybe bring back the leader right they teased him in the first one, the first Hulk. You know, he's basically the what the Hulk is for strength, the leader is for intelligence. They're both mm-hmm. gamma powered, you know, versions of that. So it would have been great. I, I wish they could have introduced new characters that would have added a new wrinkle to the universe. Um, instead, it was basically, well, of course, it's Iron Man's your smartest person on the planet. Right. Which... It'd been really hard to at this point to add new people for this movie, I think. It was very dense. It was definitely packed but I feel like some of that could have been done. I mean, truthfully, it, it would have been rough because, you know, stars of other movies barely had any screen time. I mean, what's Black Panther on there for? Two minutes? Three minutes? Yeah. Granted, Spider-Man, he was dusted. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the whole point. So getting yeah. back to, I guess, the third act, and that's probably where we'll we'll start to wrap things up, mm-hmm. is obviously, uh, you know, they fight their way back and uh, they get the Infinity Stones and... And for some reason, you have to snap to make this happen. Um, right. I think it's a good visual cue, but you don't yeah. literally have to snap to make things happen. You can just right. uh, you think can it. wish it. Yeah. Um, so but they, from a movie standpoint, it'd be weird to, to see Iron Man standing there and then sure, you know, things happening. So the snap is a good... Yeah, well, it's a good visual. Well, it's also, um, you know, the Hulk is the first one to snap, right? So, right. And he damages himself quite a bit to, you know, to unsnap everyone from five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, what leads to everyone starting to show up and uh, and join into the fight. And what a fight, man. What an absolutely <laughs> that was incredible an... battle that is. You know, when I saw the Infinity War battle, that I thought that one was really cool, but not like way. I thought the, you know, them fighting on, uh, t- you know, Titan was a lot cooler than the Wakanda battle. But the then Titan when they had. Cool. It was small, yeah. but the Wakanda battle I thought was pretty well done. But when they had this battle, it's mm-hmm. like, now it's like, this is. 
This is it. This is everything everybody's got. This is awesome. Well, this is a Lord of the Rings type of battle, right? Oh yeah. Like oh, this yeah. is like the Return of the King with like the the dr- the dragons and the elephants and everything else all coming crashing together at once. It's literally every bit of firepower both sides had in one battle. <laughs> that yeah, that's a, that's exactly right. And we see Giant Man return. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So the ant comes up and similar to the Hulk, punches one of those uh, Chitari uh, vehicles right out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, he's huge and he's able to deal with it, I guess. I didn't see him fall asleep, but I'm assuming he probably slept pretty good after that. You got him some orange slices? Yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so obviously um, after the uh, you know the battle is, is done and they're all trying to keep away with the infinity uh, stones and the gauntlet, um, Stark is able to kind of pull a switcheroo and because he has the nanobots uh, gauntlet now. Nanobots, explanation yeah. for everything. Exactly. So they kind of sneak the Infinity Stones over to him away from Thanos because it does seem like Thanos has the you know the, the stones and he's going to snap and again. That, I did <laughs> think it was going to happen again. And I was like, wow. What? Oh, yeah. They How are they going to get out of this one? They definitely lead you to think that. But you're like, there's no way. Like. How do they right. do this again, right? Because this snap is everybody. This is for everyone, yeah. So, <laughs> so the comment he makes is that I made a mistake only taking half. It should have been everybody because the other half doesn't appreciate what they've been given. Hmm. Now, this Thanos seems definitely more villainous than the last Thanos because the mm-hmm. last Thanos was he had his good intentions. He wanted to better the universe by doing this. Uh, this Thanos is like, you know what? Everybody gonna die. Yeah, well, the stakes are so much higher in this one. Oh, yes. So everyone knows that. So Thanos knows that not only is his quest going to succeed, but it succeeded, and mm-hmm. it happened. And another, and for it to for him to be inevitable, he, he has to go prevent this from being undone, uh, which they've figured out a way, obviously, to do that. So, um, and then on the other side with the Avengers, they have the. Uh, you know, everything to fight for, right? They've got all the, you know, people that were snapped five years ago and then also the future um, for you know, uh, the kids and uh, and the new heroes and everything else. It also brings up a good point. Uh, at one point, Doctor Strange tells Iron Man that if he knew the future, it wouldn't come to pass. Mm-hmm. And so we have Thanos who knows his future. And so his future does not come to pass. So do you think... Doctor Strange just acutely aware of all the different timelines that he's in. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I guess. How would he know that this was the one? Unless there was a couple of telltale things that would have occurred. Because it didn't seem like there was like a really a indicator that okay this happens. Um, I mean, I guess technically he couldn't see every timeline. He could only see the timelines that he he is present in because isn't doesn't the HN one say like you, she couldn't see past her own death. Uh, yeah, but he was able to see beyond his, well, maybe cause he comes back. Maybe so, you know, him seeing there, maybe, you know, lets him know that, Hey, that's not my death. Cause I come back or something. Oh, that's maybe. true. That's true. Yeah. You can read it a number of different ways, but obviously Dr. Strange is amazing and you really can't figure out what he's doing. <laughs> Can we talk about how awesome it was for all those portals opening up and everybody coming through them after the Hulk snap? Certainly. Um, so that was a cool scene. <laughs> at that point, uh, Captain America is standing there with Mjolnir and the shield, yep. and he's kind of and kind of a, a half shield and a 
and a compound fracture, his bone sticking out of his arm. Yeah, he's he pretty beat up. Tightens down the shield as a splint um, to yeah. be ready to fight some more. And then, yeah, out of nowhere, you hear a falcon say, on your left, you know, a callback to uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, Winter Soldier, where he met the falcon. And um, and people start showing up. And then the crowd that was, went that was wild for that, too. Certainly, because <laughs> Spider-Man comes swinging out. He probably got the biggest applause in the, in my theater. Yeah. It was cool. Instant. All around, really cool act. Yeah, instant kill mode was great. Mm-hmm. I, I really like dual wielding Thor when he had Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Oh, yes. that was that was cool. yeah, that, that was fun to see. Um, you know, Stormbreaker is a um, it, it is also canonical. Um, I'll keep bringing that up. Uh, that actually is the name of the hammer for uh, Beta Ray Bill, uh, who is the alien Thor. And um, yeah, his, he look kind of looks like a horse person. It's hard to explain, <laughs> but uh, it's, there's an, there's more than one Thor. Um, right. There's been other Thors uh, throughout, throughout time. Um, and, and he is, um, yeah, he is the wielder of Stormbreaker. So it was kind of cool to see, see that part of it. All around, uh, in my opinion, great, great. Uh, I, I, it's, it's a movie. So I have to say great movie. Sure. But it's definitely an experience for sure. That, that's what I think. Yeah, I wouldn't take it from you. Um, I would say if you were a movie critic, you probably hate it, right? Um, you know, or if you're just judging it like on traditional movie merits. But this right. this is a this is an event, an experience. This is this is something that you are a part of. You know that you you sit in your seat and you just kind of let it go, and whatever happens, kind of happens, right? So Definitely. obviously, yeah. uh, you know, high recommends from us. Um, you, you probably wouldn't be listening this far if you hadn't already. God, seen I it. hope not. Cause we yeah. just ruined this movie for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we kind of jumped around too. So we ruined different parts for you at different times. Right. And you, met, and, you were thought you were safe and then, Oh, nope. Gotcha. Yeah. And how can you recap a three hour long movie in you know, such a short amount of time. There's obviously that's a, that's way more than the stuff that we talked about. You know, we didn't even talk about like Valkyrie and, you know, and, and, um, or the rat that saves everything. Yeah, the rat that saves everything. There's there's a ton of other things that are going on. Um, so maybe um, maybe for a future episode, we could talk about the upcoming stuff for uh, for Marvel, yeah. or maybe what we think. We'll I mean, see. we haven't heard too much about it, but yeah, we can. No, as of this work. recording, it is only the uh, TV shows we mentioned and uh, Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, we know that there is another movie that will be here from the Marvel Studios. In Within April. a year. Yeah, in yeah. April of 2020. Um, Which feels really weird not knowing what Marvel movie we're going to have in a year. Because for the longest time, we've known what movie to expect in a year's time. What do you think it would be? I think it's going to be something new, to be honest with you. You don't think it would be Guardians 3? No, because I don't think he's even done with uh, uh, Suicide Squad yet. And he's not even starting Guardians 3 until after Suicide Squad. Yeah, so. they're filming the new James Bond now. And that's supposed mm-hmm. to be out. April 2020. And he's already written it. So, I mean, it's possible, but yeah, yeah, it would be a tight, it would be a tight deadline. They'd have to be all hands on deck. I just, I don't know what else. Maybe black Panther two. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, they have I, talked I'm, about the Eternals as a new, I'm uh, kind of hoping for something new. I'm hoping it's maybe, maybe this will kick off the, you know, the future for Marvel. Yeah. I'm excited about what's coming up. Um, I could, deal with probably less captain marvel like i don't need a follow-up movie 
from her for a little while. Unless it's good. No, I mean the this last one was good. I wouldn't say it was bad. I mean, just, like like Thor Ragnarok. I want quality. something fun. Yes, exactly. Like I would love to see a new a new Thor uh, with um, you know Taika Waititi. Uh, mm-hmm. That's gonna know. be fun. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna be fun. So cool. So but, well, if you are um, you know you're listening and you are a you know in the Pixel Pub Discord, you should uh, you know drop on into our many channels where we're discussing you know the Avengers and comics and. And movies in general and tell us your thoughts and, and what you want to see and if you want to talk about the podcast pop into the podcast channel and talk to us in there about some stuff yes um, uh, we yeah. look out for the questions and we will always answer the we talk nerd podcast is part of the pixel pub gaming community for more information regarding our community and the games we play please visit pixelpubgaming.com join our discord partnered community Gain XP for chatting, earn levels, and enter our giveaways. Please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash pixelpub. The We Talk Nerd podcast is made possible because of listeners like you. Support us by sharing this podcast with your friends and leaving us a five-star review. See you, nerds.